Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. On episode 12, Stress and Wellness PSA, we have Drew Lacefield, a licensed counselor serving as employee support for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. Hoso, this is Drew Lacefield, a licensed professional counselor currently serving as employee support for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. This podcast is intended to provide education and support during the current crisis, but is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. Please seek additional support if needed. Currently, we are all under a lot of stress, and there are a few things to understand about what stress can do to the body. As stress increases, the body responds with a fight, flight, freeze, or collapse response. There are different types of stress ranging from healthy to not so healthy. Use stress is fun and exciting. It's an energizing stress. It occurs when you're watching a baseball game, a basketball game, a football game, and your favorite team either wins or loses. Following the game, you're able to normalize and go back to your regular routine. Acute stress is a short-term stress. It includes day-to-day stress that you would normally have occur when you are trying to maintain your regular lifestyle. So it includes just the drive to work if there's traffic, or it includes getting the kids ready and on the way to school, making sure that they don't miss the bus. Episodic acute stress is an acute stress that runs rampant. It includes the daily routine that ends up being a life of chaos. So this means that day after day after day, the kids are running late, they can't find their shoes, they can't find their homework, and you are constantly late to work. So you're living in a routine that is continuing over and over and over again. Chronic stress is never-ending and it's inescapable. And that is a long-term and debilitating stress. It includes living in a life of poverty, a dysfunctional family, includes career frustration and unhappiness, maybe a volatile workplace, includes living in a war zone or an unhappy marriage relationship, or even a domestic violence circumstance. This can lead to suicide, an increase in violence within the home, heart attack, stroke, cancer, and other related health and mental health issues. The fight, flight, or collapse response includes the increase in adrenaline and cortisol, which is the burst of energy and strength. The perceived threat leaves, and we return to a normal function we're able to normalize and bounce back from this. When we continue to do this day after day after day, it becomes prolonged. It's tiring, it's mentally draining, it can cause irritability and anger, anxiety and depression, increased blood sugar, digestion issues, joint and muscle flare-ups, heart issues, memory issues, an increase in hypervigilance, and also immune system issues, including autoimmune disorders. Those with chronic issues, especially PTSD, deal with this on a continuous basis. At this point, nothing feels safe. 
often not even the safety of home. This is something to consider as adding more stress to an already full plate can be crippling for this population and awareness as an advocate is key. At this time, we have stressors that can be very overwhelming. The fear of the unknown, financial burdens, worry for ourselves and others, and all in response to an invisible threat. Long-term effects will remain after the crisis is over, but how do we successfully tread water in the current circumstances? First of all, we are all in this together. Stress management is important in this time. Right now, we have to take things moment by moment. If today is difficult, tomorrow may not be so difficult. So remember to be kind to yourself as you are trying your best to cope in circumstances that are not normal. Emotional intelligence is a term that describes the ability for one to manage themselves and their relationships effectively. This is a prime circumstance for us to be able to reflect on ourselves and our level of emotional intelligence. If we have a high level of emotional intelligence, we are able to understand what we're feeling and what the emotions mean and how these emotions can affect other people. This also means having the ability to identify your personal strengths and how these can benefit you in crisis. There are four components to this, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and social skills. Self-awareness means that we have the ability to check in with ourselves and have the self-confidence to understand that realistically we may be struggling. Self-management includes things like self-control and the ability to be adaptable in current circumstances. Social awareness includes the ability to show empathy for others and also that we are able to reach out and care for each other. Social skills are the last component to emotional intelligence. It includes the ability to communicate effectively. That also includes when we are faced with conflict. Social skills also include the ability to build bonds and connect with each other. When we have an increase in stress, and we have an increase in that fight, flight, freeze, or collapse response, we need to understand how best to turn off the response. How do we calm our nervous system? The vagus nerve is the nerve that carries information to your internal organs from your brain. So it is responsible for sending the commands to the rest of the body. Speaking and communication. Validation can calm us So reaching out to communicate with someone outside of your home is essential to your wellness. Also, actual interaction via phone conversation and video chat can help. The vagus nerve is connected to the vocal cords. Positive conversation can impact the vagus nerve and the body on a cellular level. Practicing good hydration and positive thoughts and sound vibrations are ideas that come from the works of Dr. Masaru Emoto, The human body is 65% water. Indigenous teachings tell us that water is life. Dr. Emoto did studies on human intent and the impact on water molecules. He found that when speaking to water with good intent resulted in beautiful formations in water crystals and the opposite from unpleasant intentions. Think about plant life and how caring for plants with words, music, and TLC improves the plant's outcomes. The same TLC for us could go a long way. Tibetan monks practice the art of throat singing. A recent article I read noted the benefits of humming. Humming resets the vagus nerve as it activates the vocal cords. This practice benefits us by calming the vagus nerve. Singing and dancing are also stress relievers, so I encourage the movement and listening to good music.
Breathing is essential to calming anxieties as well. An increase in body tension often starts with holding your breath. There's also an increase in tension in muscle families throughout the body. Shallow breathing results in your body getting less oxygen. That in turn can result in a tingling in the hands and lead to an anxiety or panic attack. Being mindful of whether or not you're breathing and also taking the time during the day to exercise deep breathing is beneficial. Progressive muscle relaxation is a technique that focuses on muscle families. There are numerous YouTube videos that walk you through the process. Yoga is another good outlet that can help in grounding and calming your nervous system. And also present thinking. Let's focus on right this moment. You are probably doing the best you can, and that should be good enough. Telling yourself that I am okay right now. Exercise is another good way to reset and calm the system. And connection. Connection is key. Community keeps us grounded, as well as maintaining the relationships we have developed at work, home, school, or through other activities. And while we may not be able to see each other in person, as we need to keep a respectful distance, we can still reach out in other ways. Laughter. As hard as it is to find humor on some days, often humor is our best coping strategy. Even in the hardest time, laughter can ground us and help elevate our spirit. Think of laughter as a breath of fresh air. There are also additional benefits to laughter. It is good for your health. It relaxes the whole body and boosts the immune system. It triggers the release of endorphins. Laughter can also reduce anxiety and has been linked to a lowering of blood pressure. In many marginalized populations, laughter and oftentimes inappropriate laughter is a go-to when things get stressful. It's not something to necessarily look down upon, but sometimes it's a matter of coping and a matter of protection. Laughter does benefit the body and spirit. Other tools that help are to keep a daily routine, but allow yourself downtime. This entire scenario can be overwhelming for those trying to juggle kids, work, and lots of emotions. You are doing your best in a crisis. No one needs to nail it when it comes to quarantine. We are all just doing our best right now. Supporting others can help fulfill an internal need while providing the necessary advocacy for another person. So checking in with others to see how they are doing and also holding space for them when they need to vent. Listening and validating without judgment, criticism, and sparing too many suggestions. Sometimes it's best to just listen. Building a connected relationship. And that could include something as simple as returning to writing letters. It's almost a forgotten art, but intentional communication is not only healing, but it's beneficial to the other party as well. Engaging in arts and engaging in crafts, these are all ways to practice meditation, and these are all ways to ground yourself. Also, building a little resilience in this uncertain time. Building resiliency can be trying something new or trying something you've never done before. Can include maybe taking up a new art or a new craft. As a family, it can include learning a new game or building something together. Can also include trying a new exercise routine, challenging your body in different ways. There is something beneficial to trying something that's new or hard. 
I hope that some of the information has helped in these unprecedented times. If you need further support or assistance, please reach out. There are referral and support services readily available as the need arises at 715-280-0949. If you feel that you or another are at risk for self-harm, please do not hesitate to call 911 or the National Suicide Hotline at one 800 273 8255. Be well and be safe. Thank you for listening. Waiwanan for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. Follow us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. You can listen to the MITW Podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. You can also find the MITW Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. If you have any questions or comments, please email them to podcast at mitw.org.